0: SB. We are America. Ah, Shucky Ducky is the man. Ah, Shucky Ducky was a way for me to say I am thrilled to be here. Why not just say that? Herman Cain. Herman Cain. Solutions for a better America.
1: Welcome. Adam Goldfein here filling in for Herman Cain on The Herman Cain Show. Thanks so much for joining me. 877-310-2100 is the number but first we want to do what we do every time on the Herman Cain Show at this time and that's talk to our very own Jamie Dupree from Washington. Hey Adam how you doing buddy? I'm doing really well how are you?
0: Excellent excellent.
1: So a little quiet in Washington, huh?
0: Oh, well, that's, uh, we're waiting for uh, the, the storm that usually happens right before they go away for July 4th. We were thinking we might get a little uh, more out of the U.S. Supreme Court today. They had 21 cases still to be issued. They only issued one today. It's an interesting case, but somewhat complicated and really not as headline-grabbing as, say, the health care law or something like that. Uh, so one case out of the way, still 20 to go. So that tells me we're going to be sticking around through the end of the month with big Supreme Court decisions still to come on gay marriage and health care. You know, the health care subsidies issue is sort of interesting. The president today was asked about it at a news conference over in Germany where he's leaving soon from the G7 summit. He said, again, he thought there was no reason that this case should have made it to the U.S. Supreme Court on whether or not subsidies are okay for people to buy health insurance only through the state-based exchanges, not through healthcare.gov. And... Uh, I was reading an article today and it sort of dawned on me this seems like it might be an easy fix that in a sense the states, if the Supreme Court were to strike down the subsidies and say they could not be yeah. provided through healthcare.gov, there are some people, Adam, who believe that the states could simply say to the Obama administration and to uh, the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services that runs healthcare.gov, hey, we want to hire you to run our state based exchange.
1: Sure. Sure. Now it's a federal exchange. Now it's not state based and problem solved. Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
0: And so that it may just it may be, even though it might seem to be a gigantic political victory for Republicans if they were to win that, that in the end it might be fixed pretty easily just by having the state's contract with the federal government.
1: How many of those scenarios do you see every day where they're just they're Pyrrhic victories, right? Where it looks like you won something when in effect you won nothing.
0: Yeah, well, sometimes the sometimes the, they're not even pyrrhic; They're moral victories sometimes right. in politics. But yeah, you know, wouldn't that be something if, in the end, it gets diffused that way? Now, nobody knows what the court's going to do, obviously, on it, but we'll have to wait and see. But it could be an easier out from it than maybe some had expected.
1: Yeah, so tell me what's going on with another one of the outs, the, the idea of the executive action on immigration. So what's the president's take on that?
0: Well, he said he was asked today again, he, and, and he said he doesn't think, obviously, that the court should be blocking his executive actions on immigration. He thinks they are constitutional. Obviously, the courts are still going to have to decide that. You know, more and more, I am starting to wonder on that, Adam, whether or not that gets, you know, that might not even get finished in terms of the legal battle over it before this president leaves office.
1: Do you think it will play out in, in the battle in 2016? I mean,
0: look, I think the Democrats would like to make immigration a big wedge issue. I'm not sure that it is as much of an issue as they think it is, though certainly it does put some pressure on some Republicans in certain swing districts in the Congress. But, you know, we're sort of in that, still in that mode on immigration and a lot of other issues where the two sides look at the exact same situation totally different. There's very little overlap. I uh, I think you will see Democrats try to put more heat on Republicans, that it's time for them to embrace immigration reform. I don't see the Congress doing that anytime soon. But the bottom line is, when you look at where things are playing out, the next court date is July the 10th. That's before the Fifth Circuit Court of Appeals, and that's only on the issue of should there be an injunction against the president's executive actions at this point in time. So it could take months. Yes, it could be before the Supreme Court in some way next year and become a hot-button issue. But I'm not sure all the legal back and forth can get done before January the 20th of 2017.
1: All right, so talk to me, though, about the the impact and the transparency of some of these things. So, for example, when we have immigration, it's spurned a whole number of Freedom of Information requests.
0: Yeah, this is really interesting. This came up at a hearing last week that I noted, and I wrote about it today on my blog, and that uh, there's all these backlogs in Freedom of Information Act requests. FOIA is the shorthand for that. And one of the reasons that the Homeland Security Department is facing a big backlog of FOIA requests is that there are all kinds of people asking the Homeland Security Department, asking Immigrations and Customs Enforcement, asking the U.S. uh, uh, Center for Immigration Services for their immigration files and any immigration records. And I didn't realize this until I did a little research on it, that immigration groups and Democratic lawmakers are recommending to people who are here illegally in the U.S. right now that to get ready for the possibility of the president's executive actions to go into effect, if they do, that they should send and submit a FOIA request to the federal government, to the Homeland Security Department and ICE and USCIS on immigration, and say, I want my immigration A-file, as it's called, or submit a background check request to the FBI. I want my background check. And get all these documents together and have them ready, if and when the President's executive actions are given a thumbs up. So, you have the Homeland Security Department FOIA people getting all these requests. Their backlog has been going up. So, their backlog keeps going up. means that people like you and me, maybe, who are trying to get, submit things to actually... I
1: was just about to ask you that. If we if we slow it down for a second, the folks that that are obligated to respond to the Freedom of Information Request they're having to do all those right, and that's my point. They're they're the same people. Yep. In other words, you're getting a request from the New York Times or from Jamie Dupree. Exactly right. Uh, Jamie Dupree wants to know: Is the government spying on a reporter? And, you know, and, and you do a... Give an, me
0: documents right. about X or Y. And so that just goes into the line so, behind so, all the others.
1: I, I don't want to play, you know, cynical, but it, it, could it be? Because what's the rush to bring all these individual immigration requests forward if they do... If the, if, if if they the do? plan
0: isn't working right, right now, yeah.
1: But I can give you another reason. And I know no one's going to subscribe to it, but it does... It's kind of like a denial-of-service attack, okay? <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> I hadn't thought of it that way, but no, yes, you're no, absolutely but it's right.
0: True, right. No, it is true, right? you're right. And a uh, number of uh, questions were raised last week at a hearing by Congressman Buddy Carter who's from the Savannah area in Georgia and he was uh, sort of making that point that, look, you've got all this big backlog and it's growing uh, in his mind mainly because of all these additional requests and, you know, uh, it was interesting because I did a Google request and found exactly what he he had stumbled on and, for example, there was a a page on the website of Senator Harry Reid, now the Senate uh, minority leader, the Democratic leader, again, that recommends to people who are here illegally, file the FOIA request. Go ahead and do that and so it is being encouraged by some in the the activist community and amongst democratic lawmakers and that creates a a large i mean think about it if you've got an estimated four to five million people who might be impacted by I the think it's huge. Executive I, actions. Think of how many FOIA requests. Yeah, I but, but
1: Jamie, I'm telling you again, am, and this is my opinion. I know that you walk that very delicate line of giving us the information, laying it out for us so we can make up our own minds, and and you do an amazing job. But I can't help but jump to the conclusion of saying the the consequence, and I think that they're smart enough to recognize the consequence is you jam up the system. You can claim you're being transparent. You can claim you're answering everything that's requested of you, but you'll simply never get to the request because all these other applications are in front. Well, we, heard hearing, we had
0: hearings last week in which some people talked about that it took over 10 years to get Freedom of Information Act requests fulfilled. Uh, you know that the That's backlog, crazy. Oh, yeah. When you think about it, it's, it is. it is, And in many cases, some of the information that is held back or even redacted, yeah. it turns out to be just... They don't want it out because it's embarrassing. I get it. Sometimes the stuff you have to reveal might be a little embarrassing, but that doesn't mean that you, as a reporter, that you should be able to find ways to then withhold that information. S- so
1: talk, talk to me then for a second, if I can bring you to last week, when you had the whole Patriot Act and the USA Freedom Act, and you had all that debate, are... Is the attitude in Washington like, okay, that's over, it's behind us, now we can go to a minimum wage and immigration, it was just an issue to check off?
0: Well, I think that uh, they had to get that Patriot Act done stuff because they had the couple of provisions that were expiring. So right. that's done. The question is, there was a, a report the other day about NSA snooping on the Internet and more. Yeah. Do we get to any other of those? I'm not so sure. There is The next time that we have some big items expiring in terms of surveillance for terrorism is at the end of 2017. And you know the Congress is like the most most of us Americans. You only do something when you absolutely have a deadline staring in your face. Why do you want to pay that water bill now when it says it's not due till June twenty eighth? So and, you just and, and it, it also gives
1: and it also gives the U.S. You know the federal government. It gives them the the cover of well whatever they're doing now is under the cover of law. Sure. And and we're good until seventeen. And by the way, if you sue us. To your point, it's got to wind its way up through the circus. It'll take a long right, time to get there. Yeah. Knock yourself out. Oh, and if you need a Freedom of Information request to sue us... Good luck, okay? That will be a while.
0: Yeah, well, we have seen, though, that the lawsuits have worked. I mean, that's the problem, though, is is you shouldn't have to, as a reporter, then hire a lawyer in order to get things going. We had the New York Times, uh, they had a, one of their lawyers before a House committee last week, who said they asked a very simple question of the federal government in one area. They wanted to know how often that the feds had to pay just in one little district in, I think it was in New Jersey, how often they had to pay the legal fees of people on FOIA requests because it had been determined that they'd been dragging their feet and that these people shouldn't have been given the information. The feds wouldn't tell them, just the figure, the monetary figure. So they had to file a lawsuit after months just to try to drag that out of them. And, you know, and look, I, I have to say this too, it's not just one party that does this when they're in power. Oh,
1: I don't think it's political at all. I I am probably the only guy on the air that I'm not saying, oh, it's look at them, what they're doing to us. It's
0: just bureaucracy and the power. We've got the information and we're not going to give it to you. Cheryl Atkinson, who's taken a lot of flack as a reporter, she detailed last week at at a hearing how she felt like it was the the same people through different administrations, whether it was an R or a D in charge, that uh, that were holding back on information just because they could or because Yeah, and
1: so I see it more as government and society, not Republican versus Democrat. And I think that if you engage in the Republican versus Democrat uh, fight, you then let the government as a whole off the hook. You make it political. Yeah.
0: And, 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 you know, I've I've sent out a number of FOIAs over the years, and there are times when you get a quick response, and then there's other times where you just know they don't want to give you something. And I, I recently got some material from the Justice Department that I'm going to do a story on probably next month, and it was interesting to see what they didn't give me and why they didn't give me some answers. Yeah. And, you know, there's really not much of a recourse. I'm, I'm not going to file a lawsuit about it. Some people have, and that's about the only way, for example, yeah. that those Hillary Clinton emails are going to be released on on a monthly basis was because one guy who's an investigative reporter had some backing financial backing and then get a lawyer who was then willing to go in and pursue that case but boy that took an awful lot of effort
1: alright real quick if you can because we have about a minute or so left what do we expect and I know you talked about the 21 cases of, you know in the Supreme Court if we're just kind of Peering down the road a little bit, what should we watch out for?
0: Yeah, I would think in terms of the high court. By the end of the month, we'll have that ruling on the Supreme Court and gay marriage. We'll have the ruling on the Obama health law and subsidies. There's a couple other important cases. Also moving forward, obviously a week from today, Jeb Bush is going to get in the race officially, so that will change the dynamics of the Republican race. And I, I think we're all just sort of biding our time to see where some of these battles go in Congress. You know, we often get to a point, Adam, right before an election where everything freezes mm-hmm. and nothing else gets done in the Congress. We're not there yet, but I don't think we're very far away from it.
1: Well, we appreciate it. That's our very own Jamie Dupree. Jamie, you are the man with the information, and I am grateful to have the time to spend Always with good you. to talk to you, Adam. You take care, bud. All right, you got it. Adam Goldfein filling in for Herman Cain on The Herman Cain Show, 877-310-2100. Freedom of Information Act request. You heard it from Jamie himself. Up to 10 years? What happened to the transparent government? Our government. By the people, for the people. Your call is coming up next.
0: For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus,